1: The Playmaker. Hi,
0: I'm Chloe and this is The Playmaker. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, one step back, two steps forward. The FA's target to get us to watch women's football. The international break is not always popular with football fans. While the Premier League and Championship are paused so players can represent their national teams, international football doesn't always provide the same level of excitement. With that in mind, the Women's Super League invited fans to watch one of their games at the weekend. On Saturday, the BBC broadcast Tottenham versus Arsenal, while Sky showed two live games on Sunday. It was given a title, Women's Football Weekend.
1: Here comes the corner towards Miedema!
0: Arsenal! Fire back! Vivian Miedema! When you need a big player to step up in big moments, you can count on Vivian Miedema. Attendances were up. Both Manchester City and Aston Villa registered their biggest crowds of the season, while the North London derby, Spurs versus Arsenal, attracted almost 3,000 fans and three and a half thousand people went through the turnstiles for Brighton's home win over Leicester. The women's game is increasing in popularity and now the Football Association has put down a marker. They want to see crowds of 6,000 within the next three years. Flo Lloyd Hughes is a women's football writer and broadcaster She appears on the BBC, writes for The Guardian and appears on various podcasts. And she's a prominent member of the organisation Women in Football. So what does she think of the FA's target figure of 6,000?
1: I think 6,000 is an achievable number. I think especially when you look at how things were trending before the pandemic, things were looking really good. Um, I think there were a few core clubs whose attendances were going really, really strong. Um, Arsenal at Boreham Wood, really consistent, at Chelsea, and Chelsea at King's Meadow especially, like sold out a few times, consistently bringing in over sort of, 4,000 fans. Women's
0: football has gone from being broadcast with a single camera on the FA player to be given the full works with Sky and the BBC. Consequently, there are many who are seeing the women's game through a different lens this season. But will TV coverage discourage people from going to matches?
1: So I think it's just about building those habits again, really. I think it's about making it that match day experience one that you can't miss and saying, yes, it's great to have the coverage at home, but if you still want the best experience, that is about coming through the door. But how achievable is the
0: target? 6,000 is more than the average attendance in League Two. That stands at almost 4,700 and it's less than the average of 9,500 in League One. Yet, as Flo pointed out, the WSL
1: can boast some of the
0: biggest names in women's football.
1: I also think there's a unique aspect of women's football, which is that sort of sense of community, which I think is brilliant, but also that sort of player access. You know, players will hang around long after full time to sign autographs, to take pictures, things like that.
0: They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The FA know that they have to be proactive if they are to raise attendances. To an extent, the situation is catch-22. You can't improve the atmosphere without increasing attendances, but you can't increase attendances without a better atmosphere. It's not a vastly different picture in other domestic leagues. In the USA, crowds are around the 5,000 mark, although the Portland Thorns, who are at the top of the table, have around 14,000 coming through the doors for every match. In France's top league, crowds can be as low as 300. Lyon have built a decent following with attendances of 4,500. But overall, the league averages just 1,000 fans. The exception seems to be the long-established US women's national team, who in 2019 averaged more than 25,000 fans, more than the men's team. In the UK, however, there's always gonna be competition with the men's game, especially when you can watch so many Premier League games over the weekend and the furthest you travel is reaching for the remote. As Flo explains, getting the kickoff times right is a work in progress.
1: I think the WSL, for the past, you know, 10 years it's been running, I don't think they've found that sweet spot with kickoff times because it's like, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, there's always going to be something that is going to have to compete with, whether it's men's football games or grassroots football and a lot of... People that will want to go watch women's football will be playing football when the games are on.
0: But while there will always be obstacles to overcome, there are many reasons to be optimistic about reaching the 6,000 target. There's even hope of exceeding it.
1: I think we will see some teams definitely pulling in more than that. Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah, I have no... No fears about how much they could they could attract. I think perhaps it will be tougher for some of the other sides to build um, to build those those crowds. But I certainly think, yeah, they, they, there could be a time where you know in three years where we exceed that six
0: thousand. The FA say that the natural dip in attendances due to enhanced TV coverage will eventually lead to increased awareness of the women's game, which will in turn tempt people onto the terraces. It's the one-step-back-to-take-two-steps-forward approach. We will have to wait a couple of years to see whether it's worked. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. If you enjoyed today's episode... Why not give us a follow so that you don't miss any of our other stories? Today's episode was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Studio Clonk.